0: Hey, they come in and meet man, you all to
1: see me eat man. Here on the meat man, you all to see me eat man. I got jaws like a bear, trap a teeth like a razor. I made tack tongue with a sensitive taste. I was born out in Texas called the land of beef. Never catch a muscle greener showing a the hell of like a meat. i the meat man, you all to see me eat man.
2: All right, I'm here at the Shed Steak Showdown. Showdown. How's it going, Brad?
3: Oh, it's it's uh turning out to be a crazy awesome day.
2: Here with host Brad Orison, hosting this big event. What are, people are cooking: turkey, ribs, steak.
3: Yep. Baby back ribs uh, from Prairie Fresh, uh, butterball turkey breast, and um, Snake River Farm steaks <laughs> that were, dude, you saw those? Beautiful. Those were. Don't epic. worry,
2: I'll I'll cut to a I'll cut to a video of all those yeah. steaks. So uh, you've been tasting a few? You've been walking yeah, around? Yeah, I've been
3: walking around. I'm, uh, we're standing on the what we call the rolling Joint, which is the Shed's original setup for competitions. Since we're not competing, we figured set it up. So we've got George and three taxi guys and Fritz and Russ and Firehouse. They're all kind of held up in here. So yeah, I've been, look, taking them nibbles <laughs> everywhere I can. I mean, 95 teens, that's a lot of bites.
2: How, how has it been tasting?
3: So far, so good. I had one that was uh, too charred for me. You know, just had that kind of a, almost a, a bitter taste to it. So essentially just let that flame kiss it too long. You know, like waking up with a big-ass hickey. That, yeah.
2: Uh, so <laughs> the the kids comp just went down. You try some of the kids? kids Q, How many no, of your I kids were, were putting in? We had
3: four in there. And, uh, you know, that youngest one, he's three and a half. And then Asa, Marin, and Odin, and Turner. So they got them all in. And all dozen of your kids? Uh, pretty much the whole team got them in, the Orison boys. If y'all see them out there, send them home. They owe me money. <laughs>
2: but they got some good-looking steaks. I got Daddy-O yeah. over there helping them, too. Daddy-O's helping them with Daddy-O.
3: He, he wanted to get in there and help. It's like, no, Dad, let the kids do it. So hopefully they'll they'll get a place. I know they're excited. They're out driving around uh, golf cart right now. so it's dangerous.
2: And so one steak's already been in. We got a second round of
3: steaks about to start. Second round of steaks. George is hooking these up right here.
2: There you go. Yeah. George's got a secret rub on there. It's his Dude, ooh, mommy. Ladies and gentlemen, look, come over here. What's up, George? You got a Headley and Bennett apron on, fancy West Coast style. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is uh, this is one of our. Uh,
3: two badass chefs that are here competing for the uh, sixteen-five in cash I and and look the, and then you got I'm the, the
4: barbecue step brother there's actually three
2: fancy chefs up here
3: one's a little more fancy than the other though <laughs> straight up what, yeah.
2: what's that what else you got in your pocket a little poker or something
5: big temperature Put in oh feel it.
2: Feel, the temperature. feel it with your face
5: be crazy some he crazy f- Some
3: super fancy stuff. and look both of these guys as well as myself and the shedhead nation still are the current world grand champions Woo-hoo! of memphis and may <laughs> y'all you were there yeah yeah Cover, covered it all and the current hot wing champion and the current kingsford tour champions champion we, well, scored pretty, we scored in the top ten in seafood, too, with the King Crab Legs. Speaking of winners, the, the two winners of the two steak comps today are going to have a showdown? The ultimate. It's the Shed Showdown. And, yeah, we're about to battle it out uh, right there in front of the stage, top two steak. And uh, it's going to be epic. I mean, I've got, like, showdown little guns for them and matching kitchens.
2: So they're literally going to be on the stage both cooking at the same time. They're going to be
3: right next to the stage in front of everybody. The bleachers are going to be packed. The award ceremony, I mean, it should be well, we're planning to be one of the best award ceremony in the history of award ceremonies.
2: And they're literally just going to right at the end announce who won the whole thing.
3: And then yeah, we're going to watch them battle it out. I got a question for Brad. Who's going to host the Shed Showdown? Uh I think it's probably going to be me. <laughs> and Brooke and Brooke. And my mom. Yeah. So I'm trying not to drink too many beers today. Definitely Mama Shed. Yeah, Mama Shed's going to rock it, make everybody cry. She's got a
2: special uh, She's got a special Brad hat, right, for the oh, winners? Yeah.
3: The sequins Brad hat. And the winner's going to win a bunch of cash. Yeah, what, what, what kind of prizes? There's prizes. The whole stage is full of prizes. Right now? Have you seen it yet? No, I'm going to go Dude, shoot that it's right now. Look, we're going to have to move stuff just to be able to stand up there. Nice. It's all in boxes because we're not going to put everybody's shit together for them. But, but most importantly, the, <laughs> is it the showdown winner gets the big check or what? Showdown winner gets the big check. Um, we're paying out till 10th place. So even 10th place in the categories are getting 100 bucks. Nice. So that's why a lot of people are going to stay for the awards. Plus, we've got some uh, raffle drawings. And uh, at the end of the night, we're going to pull the last raffle, and it's up for a $2,000 RecTech bull. Whoa. So and even if you don't win something, guess what? You might win something here at the Shed Steak Show. And the winners are getting a fifteen hundred dollar check, right? Yep. Yep. Thousand bucks for first place, fifteen hundred for the grand champion check. If you win them all, you would you walk with about six in cash and another six or eight in prizes. Damn. It's epic.
2: Well, we're going to go. That's why there's
3: ninety five teams. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's January, and guess what? It's perfect, perfect temperature outside.
2: Yeah, the sun's out. I had to take my jacket off. It was cold uh, this morning, though, I'm not going to lie. And there's still uh, there's still some beer left on that beer
3: trailer. Not much. We put a pretty good hurting on it last night.
2: Well, I'm going to go around and talk to some of the other teams and see what some of these other steaks look like. I like it.
6: All right, I'm here with Ricky Bobby. How's it going? How about it? Man, I'm having a great time here at the shed. You got some ribs you're cooking up right now? I do. I absolutely do. We've got them uh, at the temperature we want to, to wrap them. And we're fixing to uh, make them scrump delicious. And uh, you're part of the three taxi guys, right? I am. Tell tell us about three taxi guys. Three taxi guys. We got one partner from Atlanta. Got one partner from uh, Pittsburgh. One from San Francisco. We all own taxi companies, and uh, we got the three taxi guys team. Our saying is not delicious. It's cabalicious. <laughs> and you got a you got a taxi it's got a robo hog in it right i sure do yeah that's th- thanks to the again the shed uh Brad helped me develop that and i was going to start a team and i saw the, his willy jeep and uh decided hey i gotta make one out of taxicab." cab can you make that happen so it didn't happen for about two or three years it, it probably took a while well they got their show and when they got their show uh they got a call from the producer saying hey we'd like to build that caveat on this show, so we worked it out. We built it on the show. And I cooked with it in Memphis, May. I finished third last year. The shed finished first. So they're kicking my ass, but uh, hey, you know we've uh, won a couple years in in front of them with their with their technology, and um, you know it's we're, we're fierce competitors, as they say, and and and, and fierce friends. Absolutely. Your name is known to be
2: yelled the moment you enter a room. Uh, <laughs> yep. I'm Ricky Bobby. Why is everyone yelling Ricky
6: Bobby? Well, you know what? I'm a friendly fella, and I'm, I love everybody, and and I think everybody kind of loves me a little bit. So I carry a lot of foolishness uh, at these things and have a lot of fun, and, uh, you know, people like that.
2: Everyone likes the, the, the guy that's the life of the party, right? Oh uh, Hell yeah, that's me. Plus, <laughs> plus you're making some delicious food. You're pouring some honey all over some ribs right now oh yeah
6: yeah these are gonna be they'll have a chance yeah and that's all i need is a chance
2: and you're putting them into a uh, old hickory over old there Old hickory smoker that's a rib
6: cooking machine yeah how many ribs will it cook oh uh, hell i can put probably uh 50 racks on that thing yeah so and i have
2: <laughs> and so this is some prairie fresh ribs you're cooking today oh, absolutely
6: that's the sponsor and uh, i wouldn't cook anything else today <laughs> <laughs> and that's that you're gonna end up using that whole bottle of honey no nope. uh, i'm about done with the honey butter goes next wow any special kind of butter Oh uh, yes uh irish butter Ooh, irish butter carry nice
2: so how many ribs racks of ribs do you think you cook being on three taxi guys
6: uh probably uh oh gosh Maybe a thousand, but probably not five, six hundred. I, I guess.
2: And uh, which one? Of, which one of these recipes have you used this one a lot, or?
6: Yeah, I use this one a lot, and I've I've done well with this recipe. I've used a little different rub uh, this time. Um, you know, trying to pump it up a notch. Absolutely. Pumping up for the shed cook off. Yeah. Well, there you go, folks. Ricky Bobby, three taxi guys. <laughs> hey, come out to the shed, because if you get fed at the shed. You've been fed. <laughs> yeah. And your family. You've been fed right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
2: So I'm here with Grill Girl. Hey hey. Introduce yourself and your team, please.
7: I'm Robin. I'm the the person behind grillgirl.com. This is the my Girl dad, Girl. Eddie. Know, yes. This is Jeff,
2: aka Alamo. Alamo? The big Alamo mu- the one of the big mouths from the the, yes. the shed team. There you go. One of the grand champions. So you got you got a pretty stacked team here. Well, and so you guys cook some steaks. You got some ribs on. Or are you doing any of the other Just categories? Steak. Just steaks.
7: Yeah. We did do Bloody Marys.
2: Yeah, tell us about your Bloody Mary.
7: So my Bloody Mary, you know, I've been practicing making my own my own mix and everything. And I think maybe the secret ingredient for this one could be dill. We'll see how it does with the judges. But I feel like this was my best work after my fourth try and kind garnished of a, a with it. It's very pickle-y. Um, garnished with a blue crab and I saw
2: I think I got a good shot of that one yeah. right on the top there flat There's some
7: other ones did Oh that one was I thought I was like unique in doing that but then I saw some others doing it but, There so was we'll a whole see. charcuterie
2: board there yeah. was uh, sliders I know. Bacon, people went over crudets. the top.
7: Really good turnout. That was fun to watch. They, that was they, a lot of fun to watch.
2: I, I'm surprised they didn't fall over. The top was heavier than the the, the, the liquid.
7: Like the meat bouquet, yeah. It was crazy. Because
0: I saw, we were kind of Googling that I was, because she was doing the, the uh, Bloody Mary. And I saw all these people, you know, around the world have done this thing. And they had sliders and ribs and all this kind of thing. And the, the top is like this big or whatever, you know what I mean? So it was kind of amazing. I'm like, what does that have to do with the Bloody Mary? But I guess it comes in the presentation side. You know, but, and I saw something that day. It was actually pretty cool, actually.
2: Yeah. Well, it, a lot of it's about the presentation, right? you got to have a good look for any of the categories.
7: Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see how it does. I'm yeah. excited. That was really fun, I think, because people could really. Class,
8: yeah. uh, I took the judging class on Thursday, and it's just a way of, of learning what the judges are looking for. And it helps us out a little bit more also as a team, you know, having that extra little knowledge there and um uh, being that we're new to this it's almost like barbecue i mean it's a whole different set of rules or uh, different you know set of meat uh competitors here are, a lot of them are barbecue cookers but they also like doing the steak as well and we try to learn from some of the best out here like you got Johnny Joseph you got Eric Hobson there with Moore's night out these guys are professionals they're big time world champs and we go up we ask questions and they help us out and that's a good thing about the commodity here is, as nobody is trying to say, no, it's a secret, and we can't tell you, no. Everybody here is willing to help you out. All you got to do is just go up there and ask, you know. And yeah. the state competition is just growing more and more by months. I mean, this thing is just getting huge. So a big hats off to uh, Brett Galloway and Ken Phelps for putting this together.
0: And one thing about barbecue is everybody helps everybody else. Yeah. You know, like these... These people came here today, and they had cooked first whatever, and she needed some string or twine or whatever. Everybody helps everybody else. Yeah. I just asked a guy, whenever randomly, I said, you know, we kind of did not, I don't think we did that well and we cooked the first time. And he said, well, you try this, you try that, or whatever. You know, so, And they don't, they just, barbecue people help everybody else. And that's, to me, it, it's, it's about fun, family, and love, like jo- Johnny Joseph said, and that's the most important thing to me.
2: Yeah, we talk about the barbecue fam, barbecue family, hashtag barbecue fam. Uh, <laughs> tell yeah. us about Grill Girl and what y'all do on on your website.
7: So Grill Girl is just like a destination site for all things grilling and smoking, and uh, there's a little bit of everything there. You know, I've I've got three contributing writers right now. I've got John Solberg, who you may know, he's a, he's like super technical and he yeah. does a lot of really cool stuff. I've got a new writer, um, Sylvia Orantes, who is from California. She does a lot of, like, Mexican fusion. Awesome. I have a, um, a writer who I used to work with at Lando Lakes when I had a sponsorship with them back in the day who's doing a lot of recipe development. We're doing more, like, sheet pan dinners on the pellet smoker. So it's just a little bit of everything. But if you like to grill, it's definitely a destination. So grillgirl.com. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and we love any new content. You know, there, Even though there are some podcasts and there's TV shows, uh, most of the fans tell me they they run through every podcast the first day they come out. so Really? always looking wow. for more content. Yeah. yeah,
7: content, content, content. So I'm trying to keep it coming for you guys. So awesome. stay tuned. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, our show
2: started at 15, 20 minutes, and now I can push an hour, and people will run right through the whole thing.
7: Wow. That's amazing. That's
2: because the barbecue family like to take their time. They like to listen. And, you know, you, when you're cooking... You got lots of time it's not like some quick you know you're cooking dinner in 20 minutes yeah so these guys are always running the show sometimes i'll walk into a pit
0: room and hear it and it's like
7: oh. <laughs> Love it. It's i'm glad awesome. i'm creating
0: something people want remember the first time i went to memphis right there's always been my goal to go to memphis right and we go over the hill and we come down there and i see the layout there it's like it's a mile long right and the smell of, of all the of the uh, the smokers and everything. I thought I was in barbecue heaven. I'm like, oh gosh, I <laughs> I have finally arrived. You know what I mean? This this is it. And and Memphis and May just had a thing of traction where it, after the first year you were kind of hooked, you know, and, and you want to go every year. But I, like this, I see this as being a big annual event for the shed because yeah. you know you, a lot of our friends and family from Memphis are here, and I think
2: I think it'll be a good thing for them.
0: Yeah.
2: And it's the first showdown ever. Right. Yes. So.
7: And it's also kid friendly. I love that they have kids queue here. I think that's so cool. I saw, uh, you know, Brad has four boys, another one on the way. And they were all competing. And it's just cool to see the kids getting into this at a young age. And it's family friendly, which is really fun. So.
2: Taking a selfie. Uh,
0: That's what I I do. I always uh, say, teach them young.
7: Yeah, absolutely. That's what it's about.
0: Uh, My grandson, Hunter, he's uh, before in February, I mean, in May. And I told Robin, I said, this Q Nation, I met him yesterday. Right I year? said, that would be perfect for him to come down and you guys do something with Grill Girl or whatever because I think he's at the point where, and I think he's going to be, uh, hopefully he's going to have the same genes where he wants to get into barbecue and cooking. So Maybe
2: grillkids.com soon.
7: Totally. I mean, he's a, he got a big green egg mini when he was one.
2: Amazing. <laughs>
7: Granted, it might have been more of a, you know, more for, you know. Is, is that is like he, a real
2: one or is that like a plastic toy? It was a, a real toy. one, oh, a real but one. he
7: has a kid's faux, like, Weber kettle, and he has, like, a faux awesome. gas one, but, like, I think he might, you know, he's learning. You have to worry as a parent, like, do I want my kid playing with knives and fire and stuff, but, you know, you, they, he's very curious about it, and yeah. so it's, it's the time. We had
0: four boys entered in the uh, Q Nation today, or whatever, and, and and Daddy, or Papa said, he was out there kind of helping him and guiding them, and, and, and they're, like, four years old, or whatever, or, you know, older than that, and they're out there, and one of them almost cut his finger, and he didn't, you know what I mean, or whatever, so I think it's just a good, I think it's a good thing.
7: It's family-friendly. It's fun for the whole family. It's just fun. Yeah.
2: And there's there's families coming not just to cook, but to come just experience the whole thing. Maybe sneak a little bite of steak, too.
7: Totally. That's the best part, right?
2: That's what I've been doing. I've been tasting steak all day.
7: <laughs> it's a perk. And
0: when you leave, you'll probably want to eat a salad on the way home. <laughs> there you go.
7: Can I see a vegetable? Has anyone seen any vegetables around here? <laughs> uh, I saw some garnishes. <laughs> yeah.
2: I saw, like... May, there was a few pieces of celery in one of those drinks, Yeah, there.
7: you can get all the nutrients you need in that Bloody Mary. Well, as we say,
2: chicken's a vegetable, so we'll, we'll get there.
7: <laughs> That's I funny. Too.
2: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I might grab some dessert over here in yeah. between rounds. Well, thank sure. you all. It's great you. to meet you. Thank you, Grill Girl. And uh, check them out. Woo. We're, we're going to move on to the next spot. Thank you. I'm here at the B&B tent. Travis McGee, M. Grills. How's it going? Hello, hello.
5: Fantastic.
2: You, uh, you've been mostly shooting today, not too I much have. cooking?
5: No, that's what I do. I come out to these events, and I bring my camera, and I just like to shoot content. Put it on our YouTube page, uh, social media. I like to give, uh, give kind of our people, because I'm just like everybody else. who if you don't, If you're not around this environment, I like to give people a little inside look from my point of view of, you know, like when I was blown away coming to all these steak cook offs and I knew nothing about this stuff and I started even making grills. I was not, you know, I kind of, you know, when we met with a poncho or lefty and we started making grills. But yeah, just trying now to capture all this, to show people, to bring more people into this uh, whole SCA, man, it's amazing.
2: Yeah, and the kids' queue is pretty interesting watching kids all those kids awesome. cook. Yep. Next time you got to, you got to, Give a grill over there, get a, a kid using one of your grills. Yeah, I hope he wins.
5: But if not, it's just, Oh, you got you know, a kid over there using one of your grills No, already? no, no. That oh. was a uh, kid's cue that just asked if I had it a, a couple of those C4s uh, or a C4 that uh, one of the kids could use. Man, absolutely. That's what the they're for. Use them.
2: Those C4s are legit, man. Yeah, thank you. Oh let me grab one.
5: Tell us about it. Yeah, well, the C4, uh, that's inspired by an ammo can, Uh, So it's 12-gauge steel, so it's much thicker than your ammo box. And, um, yeah, it's much thicker. It's got a stainless steel hinge, stainless steel handle. Um, It's just a perfect little all-around grill. So, and and, yeah. And we got guys like Dylan Leip uh, in Chicago who competes in the SCA with that grill, which he's won. He's won uh, two or three. Uh, SCA events with that C4 that he's actually modified. He put a, like a, a guru on it, a fan. So he got that sucker. He can get it really hot. But it was designed just to be a perfect all-around grill. So, you know, that's why there's no air vents in it. So that's the first thing everybody asks. It's like, how ah, was that a grill. There's no air vents. And it's actually by design because without having air vents, you keep the lid open. keeps the charcoal maintaining at a lower temperature so there's, you don't get any flare-ups. And you could do chicken and... Uh, Everything else on it without just totally just annihilating and your hibachi food. style it too yeah exactly exactly it, it's a perfect uh, width for doing like little hibachi skewers as well so you just put your skewers in there and go to town so
2: well technically you could probably do one of those kind of like how they bury animals when they cook them yeah you could just like put <laughs> yeah, a piece of meat in could. there shut it and lock it.
5: It probably could. It'd, It'd probably, stay probably stay hot get. for how
2: long? Probably a few hours.
5: I don't know. Well, since there's no air vents, that when you shut it off, man, that thing dies the charcoal down almost instantly. Oh really? So you could reuse the same charcoal once you shut the lid and it's all solid welded, that you could reuse the same charcoal for like three or four or five cooks. I do it all the time, and that's why I love that grill. Because I'll just go on my patio. I might not have grills or uh, charcoal in my big smokers. B and B charcoal, by the way. <laughs> I might not have any of my big smokers or anything, my grills. But um, I'm like, dang it! I open up a C4, and I got it's still full of charcoal from the last two or three times I've used it. So, heck, I'll fire it up and do burgers for the family of four. It's perfect.
2: Yeah, and. uh it's just the perfect size. You can just yeah, throw some charcoal little, in it. You can even p- keep your steaks in it, walk it down. And,
5: <laughs> and that's what I do. I keep one in my truck or my Jeep, and then I'll, uh, I'll already have charcoal in it. So it's just there. I'll put my little lighter fluid or my little lighter blocks in there, my starters, you know, keep it in there. And so if I'm ever out and we go out to uh, our, our country, our property, I'll just take it out, grill. Put it back in the truck. It's good to go.
2: Yeah, you can do some yakitori on there. Yeah,
5: no, absolutely. We're about to start making uh, stainless steel versions, too. So, um, What's this made out of? That's 12-gauge mild steel. Okay. And so we're toying around. We're kind of playing right now with a 16-gauge stainless, 316 stainless. And uh, once we kind of perfect that, then that will be the new model.
2: Nice. And is there an advantage to stainless over this?
5: Yeah, it's just overall stainless. You don't have to paint it. You don't have to paint the stainless uh, number one, but as far as longevity goes, um, if it's in the outside elements, it's not, it's not going to rust. Especially 316 stainless cuz it's a very high grade of stainless. Yeah. That's what we're making the M16s out of. It's a 12 gauge 316 stainless and that's specifically for people in the in the coast. So if you live on the beach or something like that and you're worried about your products rusting off or you know, lower grade stainless just rusting out, then that 316 stainless is going to last forever.
2: Wow. That's Thought ahead, man. Are you taking yeah, some no, Corpus to Corpus Christi or well, something? Well,
5: you got to. Well, the thing is, you know, some big Papa Smokers. He's a big, you know, retailer of ours and, you know, uh, I love Sterling Ball. And he was like, he's got a C4 at his uh, lake house property. He's got a C4, and M16. But so far, he hasn't had them for two, about a year or so. But that saltwater environment has just destroyed the grills pretty much. And then um, – so he's like, hey, you know, you need to make these out stainless. So I'm like, okay. So of course, I know a lot about stainless, so it's it's got to be 316. So that's what we're doing now. It's like, hey, well, why? Of course, you it? know about stainless. Well, because we have a metal shop in Mesquite, Texas. So. and what
2: do y'all do? You all don't just make grills there, no, right? No, we don't.
5: We're uh, we're a big machine shop, or we do a lot of big stuff. So we're known for manufacturing big parts. So we do a lot of stuff for the paper mills, the plastic industries, uh, re machining big plastic injection molds to refinishing huge uh, rollers that go on paper mills, stuff like that. But uh, but if the grill business has started off five years ago, it's gotten so crazy to where we are now looking for another building to completely separate the grills from the machine shop. So love you guys, man. It's the barbecue business. Love it.
2: (laughs) I just keep shaking my head because everyone's walking in front of the camera and the camera's so small no one realizes it's there. (laughs) Nobody cares about us. Hey Joey Louvier, come join us. We got we got some more people at the B and B. Oh, are you running off, Chris? It's hiding from the camera. This is TV. Come have a seat. We got Joey Machado with us. You guys can share the mic. Sorry. I'm, you gonna hold it for me? So so second steak turn in. How was that?
9: Man, it was good. It was awesome. We, uh, we were – I've actually only cooked one steak here, so um, there was a strategy that I had here. You had an option in the uh, – I, I guess in the, uh, the, the way that they had the flyers set up, you could sign up to cook, like, one steak, and you'd get put in group A, or you could do, like, the whole meal deal and cook in, in uh, A and B, and gotcha. so while I went up there to go uh, try to do my, um, uh, t- you know, to figure out kind of what's up, I asked one of the, the head judges, I was like, hey, do you have to cook in A? And he said, you can cook in either one. And I said, Ooh. sold. Okay. So I decided to go ahead and hold back and cook in group B because I think there's going to be a, a, a better shot in group B. Um, and uh, I may have made a new rule, who knows, but so well, what, what makes you think there's a better chance in group B than A? Well, I think that I was trying to see oh, if you're good. You're good. I was trying to think if uh, if possibly there was a less amount of people who who were going to cook in both divisions. So it's the same. you know. Well, in either way, hey,
5: it's all strategy.
9: Exactly. No what we do, exactly. Exactly.
2: Well, I think it's strategy too, it's strategy. I yeah. honestly think that the people in I think uh, B is going to be the harder competition because a lot of people kind of futzed around and A right. and dropped things. And Well,
9: and that's the deal is, is I, I think that it, it comes back and kind of bites me a little bit because they've already cooked around. Yeah. And they already know where that steak hit. So we're kind of limping through it and see what happens. But again, like I said, I, I, I was trying to, uh, to maximize my time and, and not get in a, in a rush. To be real honest, I just didn't want to cook early. You know, I wanted to cook a little bit later in the afternoon. And these are that's sn- what we're used to doing at SCAs. We're we used to cooking late, so that early turn-in was kind of it was kind of weird for me.
2: And these are Snake River Farms Wagyu.
9: Yeah, and that's another thing that's it's not a Wagyu, but it's, it's a it came from Snake high River High prime Farms. or choice? So it came from. Is this their their rancher thing? Yeah, it came from. They actually have another line that's a, it's a high-end line, and that's they were good-looking steaks. It's really good-looking steaks.
0: Did
4: you? Yeah, I talked to, well, I talked to at least three quarters of the team, and that's the one common deal was steaks were great today.
9: And that's a, it's an anomaly because, you know, at every event, it depends on the promoter, Um, you know, sometimes they have fantastic steaks, sometimes they have not so fantastic steaks, but at the end of the day, you know, as an SCA cook, I go, when I do practice steaks or when me and my son go do practice steaks. I usually try to buy the crappiest steak I can find, because I feel like if I can cook that steak pretty damn good and turn it into something that uh, when I get a really nice steak, you know all you got to do is baby it. And uh, but again, like I said, I, I don't like to tie steaks. I don't like to cook hockey pucks. I like to cook pretty natural steaks. Um, and uh, we were able to uh, we were able to have a uh, a pretty nice. We had a well, good cook.
2: And these were thicker, bigger steaks than normally you see too yep. in general, right? There there's some big uns.
9: Yep, yep. So there were some big girls in there. <laughs> so but we uh but we liked the uh Yeah. But we we really liked the uh the uh, the steak selection. Of course, this event whenever you get Brad and Brooke involved in anything, you know it's going to be good and fun. Even even if it's completely Uh, uh, you know nobody knows what's going on it's still gonna be fun you know but like I said again uh, this is a great event Um, you know when Brad and Brooke speak to the barbecue community it doesn't matter if it's the steak side barbecue side uh, for fundraisers for anything um, people come running so I had no doubt in my mind that they were not gonna have a, a great turnout at this event
2: and just the shed is an iconic spot We all got to kind of drink, and there was a big crawfish boil last night. Yep. Everyone kind of came in here with a little extra energy. The sun came out real hard. Yep. And you were cooking on uh, one of these pretty cool M grills that Travis makes over here.
9: Yes, yes, M grills. uh, For us as Team uh, B&B, that is our grill of choice. That's all you cook on. That is Team B&B's official steak cooker. Uh, We actually have some of our ambassadors uh, after this point. Uh, we, we still have some that are going to cook on everything because we do believe that there's room for everybody. Everybody's got something, you of know, course. that, that, that has, has been good to them in the past. So we made a decision this past year to uh, switch to M-Gurillo. We Travis and I already had a relationship through one of my other brand ambassadors, uh, Rolando, uh, with Poncho and Lefty, and uh, they've had some great success. Um, you know, again, you know, my son Ty – was very excited when we started talking about the m16 because it's it's the cool factor and then once we got one uh the cooking factor is really what sold me i mean this is it just uh you know potentially you can kind of set this thing and we've we've cooked back to back 12 ribeyes back to back and first ribeye to the last ribeye was exactly the same and uh on some other grills you have to kind of Leave them open and let the temp come back up, and you know everything else. And these things just cruised.
2: Well, and y'all are enthusiasts. I mean, yes. you've got you've got a couple of people cooking on these M grills, but you've also got half the place cooking on your B and B charcoal. Yes, sir. You got three pallets. Everyone keeps coming over trying to buy it from you. Correct. And you're just giving it away. Like that's a it's a huge help to some of these guys that came unprepared or forgot something Correct. or might have run out.
9: Well. <clears throat> the way that we started, you know, the, the company I work for, I'm sales and marketing director for B&B Charcoal. I don't own the company. A lot of people think I do, but I do not. Um, I treat it like my own. But uh, but as far as that goes, you know, when I joined the company about almost two and a half years ago, um, I was a, a sponsored team. They sponsored me, you know. And the company's, yeah, I, I, <laughs> something. And uh, But the thing was is this company's been around since 1961, and um, a lot of people had no clue, you know, until I really just started loading up the truck and literally driving all over the country handing charcoal away. You know, um, now there's a lot of people who, you know, see the value in the charcoal. You know, we want people to use the charcoal because it's good. Yeah. We don't want people to use the charcoal because it's free. You know, we do have to sell some of this stuff to make some money. But, uh, but at the end of the day, like I said, we love getting involved. You know, we're partnering with SCA. Um, you know, I do stuff with IBCA. Um, you know, w- we are enthusiasts. We know how important it is. At the end of the day, I'm not going to get rich off of competition guys. It's my backyard cookers. Yeah. And uh, Travis and I both have the same – we have the same clientele. That's who we need to sell products to is our backyard guys. And uh, and luckily with SCA, your backyard guy can be a comp guy too. You know, so it, it's there's not a whole lot of cost involved in – and to be able to turn out, you know, great product. And SCA is great because all you have to do is bring a grill and charcoal, and you're you're competing. You know, so.
2: Well, and lucky for you, besides Manhattan, pretty much everyone's got a backyard.
9: Exactly. Even in Manhattan, they cook.
2: Yeah. I was gonna say I've been to a few cookouts in mostly Brooklyn, but oh, there's yeah. a few Manhattan you uh, some, spots. You got
9: some rebels cooking out on the on the patio.
2: It's definitely uh, it's definitely a challenge, but so you guys got briquettes. You've got, I guess there's no, you don't have any of the kiln dried. Oh, well you got a little bit of the kiln wood we've there. We've got some.
9: I only brought firewood with me. Uh, we didn't really bring any hardwoods over here, just because I. And really no didn't one's think cooking so. smokers, really. There, uh, I think I saw one. Exactly. And uh, so yeah, we brought the whole gambit of, of everything we have. Our lump coal, you know, we have mesquite, hickory, and then of course we've got our oak, um, our charcoal briquettes, and then we have another product called a char log, which is a extruded tube, which is relatively new. Um, a lot of people and don't. have awesome. white understand how to run them but uh those things will melt a grill i guarantee you and uh so you have to a little bit goes a long way on those but uh again we're we're focusing on education and you know really explaining to people how the products work and you know and letting people know that we appreciate them using our product that's that's the key yep
2: yeah i uh i was liking it there's people grabbing yeah, yeah. bags as we're yeah. talking that's it uh
5: it was that's it i like yeah. Boom.
2: Both, both hands. i like yeah. uh i just like i liken it to to binchotan like that kind of japanese yep. yakitori that yeah. i bet though a little bit of that uh competition log and yep. c4 is just a beast
9: we're actually gonna do um you know last year we we actually uh uh you know, helped out Aaron with Hot Luck this yeah. past year. And so we had a lot of guys because they sent in some of that bitch one charcoal. And I had a lot of the guys, I was like, dude, I got like a whole pallet of that. It's just not in a box. You know, yeah. they're like, well, this is special. And, you know, right. and then we got a couple of guys, you know, in Austin who rocked that. And uh, they've used those charlogs. logs. And I'm like, dude, that's like the same thing. And it's like cost a fraction of oh, what yeah. I'm paying for it. So, again, like I said, there's, uh, you know, we definitely believe in, in you know, all the other brands that are out there. We believe in other products. We know that there's room for everybody. For sure. We don't intend on taking everybody's business, but we just want to be able to provide a good, honest product at a great price, and that's it. You know?
2: Well, I love seeing you all wherever we go, man. We're it's are good. Uh, well, B&B I feel team's like legit. we see each other quite a
9: bit yep. here lately, so, <laughs> and that's a good thing.
2: Yeah, well, we—I found out we don't live that far from each other in Texas. No, so. no.
9: I just, I just saw you riding your bike downtown Austin th- yeah, just the exactly. other day. <laughs>
2: Ca- caught me on the bicycle. Oh,
9: yeah, well, uh, you have yeah. to see his bike. He's got a two-story bike. Yeah, nuts. And uh, you can see him. He's—he's he's like above the buses, I think.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm kind of like looking at the people sitting at the highest spot in the bus.
9: Two-story <laughs>
2: bike. It's like two bicycles <laughs> welded on top of each one. other. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, Two dude, frames. if you yeah, want right to, yo, cool. I was going to oh, say, I, it's pretty janky. So if you want to help me make a better one, yeah, I'm thinking about getting cool. some electric wheels and yeah, yeah. set it up.
9: Well, I tell you on top of, uh, you know, uh, of course, we're pretty central. You know, we're really close to Austin. You know, we love a lot of these guys. We know all these guys that are doing craft barbecue. Um, you know, I have a lot of the go- those guys who like to use my products. Uh, you know, getting lot, involved with a lot of the festivals, you know, hot luck, uh, do a lot of stuff with Aaron. Um, we do uh, do stuff with Daniel Vaughn, yeah. Um, you know, and Austin Wine and Food, San Antonio Wine and Food, Houston Wine and Food. The thing for us is we want to be involved with that group of people. Yeah. It's important, you know, and, um, you know, like I said, we, you know, we understand we're growing so big that we can't be everywhere. I want to be, but, you know, that's where my brand ambassadors are coming in and we're grooming a lot of those guys to go out there and do our marketing for us.
2: Listen, just get like a vel- a black velvet box and put some like perfectly chopped char logs in there. Yeah. Tie it with like a gold string, you know, put like Joey in like yeah. gold. Yeah. Exactly. And exactly. Triple the price and you'll be in all those things. Oh, I'm using I'm using the Machado the, special. The
9: exact. Limited edition. Yeah. So, uh no, but it's killer, you know, like I said this the uh SCI. I do have to say, I believe SCA is the one group that's growing, and will continue to grow.
2: Oh, there's more events uh, this year than ever, right? Oh
9: my God! And uh, not only here, but overseas, and I mean, it's just it's nuts, you know. And uh, but it's a good thing. Like I said, it's anybody can do this, and that's what that's what's really amazing. And anybody can be a winner, you know. So uh, but they anyway, say the it's,
2: beginners win a lot.
9: Yeah, they do. Really? They do. They do.
2: You look you look happy and unhappy about that.
9: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, everybody gets to be, be a beginner once. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, and we're happy for the guys who walk in here and, and just kill it the first time. Uh, but, again, it depends regionally where you go. Um, there's always the same format of, of judging, you know, the hyper Uh Just because we win first place somewhere else doesn't mean we're going to win first place here. And uh, for sure. But that's that's the, you know, that's why they call this competing and not winning. Yeah, you know, everybody comes to compete. Very few come to win.
2: If you want, if you want to go to a place where everyone gets a trophy, you can play other sports.
9: That's it, exactly. <laughs> not everybody gets a medal. Yeah, no, we every. Some puppies in SCA. No, not at all.
2: We got one more of your team here. You want to introduce her?
9: Yeah, yeah, Christina. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up medal. real quick. Here, so have we start? have. Yeah, we're gonna yeah here. Let's here.
2: Move down, down the a couch a here. Hi. How are you?
10: Doing pretty good. Did you just turn some stuff in? I did. I'm feeling pretty confident.
2: I, I feel like left out. I don't have a BB and b hat on.
10: <laughs> you should get one. They're pretty yeah, cool. I got All one the cool at home. kids have them now.
2: I, I need the black and white. I have a black and gray one.
9: Oh, I got you. We got black and white in here. No no problem. I didn't even ask for one. I just stole it.
10: Yeah. <laughs> so we get a rock.
9: That's, we do that a lot. We just do it, and then we apologize later. Yeah, why not, we,
2: right? We
10: find that a lot easier.
2: Well, uh, so... You're jumping in with B&B. You, you like competition barbecue. How would you get into all this?
10: Yeah, so I uh, graduated. I, my background in culinary is French. Um, graduated uh, culinary school and then got into fine dining. And after I, I did a, a show called Food Network Star, and I realized that I really need to find something, that I, a, a culinary identity that I really love, something that I can be not just good at but the best at or the great at, you know. Um, so, and I fell in love with barbecue living in the Midwest. And so I just kind of said, well, and I, anytime I do these competitions, I do, I've been so fortunate. I've been able to go to Australia three times for yaks, uh, meat stock, you know, these festivals. And it's such an honor that they want to hear what I have to say about American barbecue. I've gone to, uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil for Churrascada. Fi- oh my God. It was amazing.
2: We just had Rogerio on the show. Is you really? Yeah.
10: Cool, yeah. It's a cool dude. Um, So, yeah, I've been able to do all of that. And so I've been traveling with some of the best pitmasters in the world, and I've been able to – there is no better schooling in barbecue than that. Being able to, you know, have a beer with Big Mo Case and John David Wheeler and, you know, all these awesome guys that are the godfathers of barbecue, really, and learning about – You know, everybody's kind in barbecue. They really want to see other people do good. I mean, they want to see themselves do the best, (laughs) but they want to see everybody else that really loves the the culture of it to do good. So I've just been able to travel with these guys, soak up all of that knowledge, even, you know, outside of the U.S. And then I fall back on when we do these ancillary categories, I really fall back on my French background of just good cooking techniques. And um, so we usually do pretty good in that stuff. Um, So it's been a fun ride, man. Is that what you even asked me? I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> did I go? Off well, you got a standing? great story, so Didn't it's a, it's worth
2: listening to. Well,
10: We had
9: um, we actually kind of met at food festival.
10: We did. We met so at Memphis. Q and the
9: Lou. Q and the Lou. That's well, no, right. No, no. We knew, but I know I met you. at Memphis, Yeah, we too. met in Memphis, but like at okay. Q and the Lou was kind of when I had an idea that you wanted to you were, you were gonna go cook at World Foods, yeah. so that's when we kind of kind of hooked up and got took the M Grill. To st louis and um started kind of what did we how many cooks steaks did we cook that weekend
10: are you counting i have no idea we well, made we steak cooked, tacos we, we did a
9: couple of rolls of, of ribeye yeah but um after that we kind of we kind oh, of yeah got we did we,
10: that was awesome we uh, yeah, yeah. we taught a class for like mastercard or something it was really <laughs> fun it was it just was, like an impromptu thing
9: yeah it was crazy but uh the main thing is is like i said we saw a passion in And what Christina does, and and like I said, we really wanted to kind of get her involved. Um, And then as we went on to, uh, we got kind of got Christina involved with us as one of our ambassadors with B&B with the knowledge that we were all going to go to World Foods and go cook. And so, of course, my son and I went to go to World Foods, so... Christina and Ty got to cook together a little bit. Ty's and, awesome.
10: Ty's, Ty's the the, future, the next generation yeah. he, to take all of this yeah. on. He's, he's a great kid. And boy can cook, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, it was really exciting to me to really get, dive into learning about steak because I really was just on the barbecue circuit. And so, I mean, I feel just so fortunate not only to be, using M grills, which I believe, you know, I, before, I went out and bought a PK grill from Mark Lambert and, uh, it was like, all right, I'm gonna figure out the steak thing. <laughs> and then I, I was practicing, took my, you know, the skills that I learned and put, applied it to the M grill. And I was like, wow, that really just took it over the edge. I mean, it's just a better, using better quality things, like to me personally, sorry guys out there, but B&B charcoal is the best. (laughs) It is. And all of those things combined, when you have the best grill, when you have the best charcoal, when you have the best seasonings, and you have the best team, it just feels really good to be on a winning team.
2: So you said you did some stuff for MasterCard. What's like the goofiest or weirdest like
10: demo or exhibition you've had to do? Oh, man. No, there's been a lot of them. I would say one of the craziest ones I did was with uh, Budweiser because Anheuser-Busch, as you know, is in St. Louis. Yeah. And they did uh, the most American day. It was for Fourth of July. And we broke a world Guinness Book World Record of most people grilling at one time. Wow. There was like three thousand grills, and I had to emcee the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) They had drones. They had like country singers coming out doing cartwheels. There was fireworks and stuff. And I didn't even know any of that was going to happen because they wanted us to be really shocked. So I'm sitting there and doing the demo on the stage, talking to everybody, and all of a sudden these fireworks go off and everything. When we and I was like, "What? the heck? Are we being bombed? Like, what's <laughs> going on?" There's been that, and I think uh, I think churrascadas, man. If you love barbecue, if you just love meat in general, and that is, you got to put that on your bucket list.
2: That's in Sao Paulo.
10: Uh, it, no, it travels around Brazil. Um, they also do one in Amsterdam, which I'm going to be going to. Um, but the one in Brazil is just like, we could never get away with that. And there was, there was charcoal explode. People had taken whole hogs, ground up their sausage, stuffed them, sewed them back up and then roasted them. They had these giant, they had a whole Buffalo on a spit and some <laughs> guy working the charcoal on the pavement. And the pavement got so hot, it started exploding, charcoals hitting people in the back. And I was like, in America, this would be a big lawsuit. Yeah. We can't do that. But I guess anything goes there. It was incredible. It was just, like, really fun. I, I hope to be asked to go back to that one.
2: Yeah, it's on our list. And uh, Rogério was just on, so Mr. Betchie is a pretty cool it, cat.
10: Yeah, there's. A, I mean, the Brazilians definitely know what they're doing, but people from the Amazon come to cook at yeah. Triscotta. They got banana leaves and they're doing I mean, some of them come out and they build their 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 cooking vessels out of cinder blocks. It, there, there was nothing there the night before and then you come back and they've just erected this whole like I'm like, where's a smoker at in this place? <laughs> like, give me a smoker. We had to find the one guy that had like one of the only smokers there to haul it. That's a good video on YouTube. We almost lost it in the middle of the street. But um yeah, they, they just it's a lot of you know hot fast, not a lot of low and slow there, but it is cool.
2: And you can call yourself an official asadora as well. Yes, now that I, you've done that,
10: I can. <laughs>
2: just a range of talent. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, our fans, you know, range from people who are cooking in the backyard to people who are cooking in restaurants, and they're you know cooking Texas briskets right now. Uh, so, what's your message out there to the people who are psyched about barbecue and grilling?
10: Man, barbecue is just such a good way it's it is a good way of life not only are the people good the food is the best the culture of it um whether you're small time big time or want to be big time you know just just get dull indulge yourself and dive into the culture because you'll you'll learn different things from other people everybody's nice man the, the way that i started what i thought i needed to do to present to the judges in the beginning i don't even know if i remember what i was doing at that time it's just <laughs> changed so many times but it's there's always something to learn you know, you, you, you can never be the master of all of it. Cool. Sometimes barbecue, we just get lucky. <laughs> yeah, barbecue, I think, is
9: definitely knowledge-based. It's, uh, you know, sharing experiences with, uh, you know, your family or, or you teaching that one little thing moving on. And, I mean, at the end of the day, it, it is. It's barbecue family. doesn't matter if you're cooking a steak or cooking a chicken or cooking a brisket or, you know, just burning stuff in your backyard. It, it's about sharing those experiences, and, you know, that's what it's about. No one cooks barbecue, and they're sad. Everybody's pretty happy when yeah. they're cooking barbecue. So if everyone cooked bar- barbecue, everybody just be happy. Yeah,
10: that's, just, that's the answer to world peace, <laughs> <laughs> barbecue. I would say another thing, too, is if you're really trying to get serious, one thing that I did was uh, I went to every single one of the classes for Tuffy Stone. For I mean, I went and took all of their classes. And just really had, cause these guys are, I mean, they love what they do and they, they want to teach you, they want you to learn how to do it too. They might have one little trick secret they don't tell you, but everybody has their own. But yeah. I mean, that's a really good way to get networks with people cause it, everybody out here helps everybody. Yeah. Like they're all, it's just a big family. So.
2: With, whether it's with charcoal, meat, sides. Yeah. Everyone's sharing. Everyone's working together, and it's the barbecue family. Yeah, and
10: if you use a different kind of charcoal, that's fine. Pretty okay. girls will still talk to you, I guess. <laughs> to be fair, he had his charcoal sponsorship after we would already got together. <laughs> that <right. laughs> might have changed things. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh,
2: that's your husband?
10: Uh, yeah, my boyfriend. He's, we, we're business partners, and uh, we have kids together. He's uh, with the uh, Royal. Uh-huh. Hmm. I'll bleep yeah. that part out. I'm kidding. We all everybody's love each other. So. Gotta start somewhere. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna tell him you said that. I can't wait. He's, oh, like don't. right <laughs> over there.
9: I think everybody's gonna see that. <laughs> Anyways, no, uh, it's all good. We have love for everybody out there. And uh, and like you said, it's all, we
10: wouldn't. If we really felt that way, we wouldn't have said it. We would nah, be joking nah. about it.
9: We have we have fun. He was asking if it was uh, you know. it was like how are we gonna do this with her cooking over here and him cooking over there? I was like, we love it. Said so at the end of the day, it's. You know, somebody's going to walk. We're going to see who had the highest score. And we're going to figure out who won. As long as
10: somebody wins, we're happy. Exactly.
9: (laughs) The nice thing about this is somebody we know is going to win. And we can be just as happy for them as we are for us. That's cool.
2: There you go. B&B Charcoal, Christina Fitzgerald, Joey Machado. Thank you.
9: Hey, thank you. I know you got
2: calls to take. Uh, (laughs) I'm here with J.R. Hawkins, Gulf Coast, or no. Yeah, Gulf Shores, Alabama. Picnic Beach, tell us about your team, tell us about what you're doing today.
4: Well, we're, um, we're out of Gulf Shores, Alabama. We're a Picnic Beach barbecue down there, and um, this is our first competition. So we're trying to learn the ropes and hopefully we can win something. Um, we're in, we're in the, um, we're, we're into all the categories, the steak categories and the turkey and the rib category.
2: What'd you think of the steak? Did you do two steaks or are you just we doing did, the one? We did, we
4: did two steaks. My um, chef here, Johnny, he did the steaks and um, they taste good. Um, that, that's the first step. They look good. Yeah. So I hope the judges feel the same way. And uh, what do you
2: all usually cook in Picnic Beach? Are you doing barbecue? Are you doing steaks? What, what's well, your and, modus and, operandi? Um,
4: we have uh, we have smoked meats and we have clean eats. We even have vegan options. For those that want to, you know, if you say we have a family that some are omnivores and the other ones are vegans, and they want to come in, you can bring everybody. We have something for everybody. We have a lot of smoked meats and we have a lot of good um, vegan options for you too. And Clean East is our as our brand yes. is that what we're trying to work.
2: You for. can hold the mic a little closer. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Get get that voice real good. All right,
4: <clears throat> testing.
2: So uh, what's what's the what's the top thing on the menu? You know we're the show's from Texas. We do a lot of brisket. Are you doing ribs? Are you doing?
4: Well, we have brisket. Oh, yeah? And I think my brisket is pretty good. Oh, yeah. I've been told it's pretty good.
2: Well, we'll have I've to been, check some out.
4: And um, we have excellent ribs. So I have, I have people from Texas that say that our ribs, you know, our brisket is good. And our ribs are excellent. Matter of fact, we have some coming out real soon. You'll be able to test some.
2: Yeah, I'm going to get I got some footage of them at the beginning, so okay. I'll try to get some. To keep going, but uh, okay. you guys got some big smokers. Is this from the shop, or it is this is. It's
4: from the shop? It's what we use there, and we also have one inside, you know, a bigger one. We we can do maybe about 86, 86 uh, butts at one time.
2: Wow, and uh, is this you guys usually come out for competitions, or this is, this is special? our first
4: competition? So we hopefully continue.
2: Nice. So you're just you're going in with the beginner's luck. You got right. you got your chef back here. He's got right. some skills. Right. Yeah. Uh, How's your first competition? Are you enjoying the competition I'm, I'm scene? I'm loving
4: it, man. The camaraderie is great. There's so much support from everyone, and it's, it's, it's nice. It's fun. And if we win, it will be just great.
2: <laughs> and either way, someone's got to win, so right. it'll be fun either way.
4: That's right. That's right. And then, then you get to eat a lot of good food, man. we have eating steak all day, and everything is great.
2: So are these your kind of staples, or did you go a little out of the box for some of the... Recipes today? Um, no,
4: um, we pretty much use what we use at the restaurant. We have, uh, um, we make our own sauces and um, we have our own rub, and that's what we're working with today. We're bringing Picnic Beach to the competition. And we're gonna keep it basic today. And and did you get into barbecue
2: through restaurants or family or cooking yourself? Or um, what? I started
4: at the house, of course, in the backyard. Yeah, you know, we cooking on uh, all occasions, Fourth of July, that type of thing, and I enjoyed it. And then I was watching Pitmasters. On TV, and I said I want to try that. And then my chef here, he gave me opportunity to cook, and it just escalated from there.
2: Nice. And so from backyard cook to restaurant owner and pitmaster.
4: Right. Yeah, we're moving up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, good luck. Uh, Our fans are all you know. Our fans own restaurants. Our fans cook in the backyard. You got a message to the meat and the barbecue enthusiasts out there.
4: Just cook. It's a passion. If you feel it, go for it. You can follow me on THPitmaster.com.
2: There you go, TH Master, on Instagram. We're going to, we'll post it in a second. We're going to take a story right now. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank
4: you.
2: (laughs) I'm standing in front of the Run Runners truck. There's a bunch of shed heads (laughs) (laughs) hanging around. I'm going to grab whoever, whatever I can find. It's coming to the end of the day. Everyone's had their first drink, I think, or their sixth. There's a man of action over here. You want to talk to me, Steve? Sure.
11: Absolutely. He's got gloves on for no reason in particular. Well, this is all a pretense man. to for me working. Yes, I figure if I wear a headband and gloves, then everyone assumes I'm doing something. <laughs> it seems to work.
2: And so, even if uh, I don't, you've been you've been working on your high kick. What's a- uh?
11: I've I've uh, I actually almost pulled a hammy earlier on a high kick, the first one of the weekend. I uh, we can. I, I got I mean- a few
2: slowmos of of uh, the jack.
11: Oh yeah. Well, I mean. I've been working on my distance and height, so uh, you know we'll see. If you want if you want a high kick, oh, I'm happy to do that for you. Hey,
2: hey George, come over here. We got we got the fanciest man in barbecue right yeah, here. Yeah. So you got Mr. me, Lowe, and now you got
11: him. Hi. He's got a Headley and Dad.
2: Bennett. You know the uh, the high end apron. He was using all kinds of rubs, sauces, everything prepackaged. It's a professional he, over here. He literally is the opposite of me.
5: No, we're, one of, we're like brothers. From different <laughs> mothers. But yes, yes.
2: So, what did you all cook today? What, what was your, your best bite, in your own opinion?
11: Um, I think it was the first gin and, and tonic
5: that I made. <laughs> when I found the beer trailer was not empty. But,
11: but like, it could have been the first Bloody Mary that I made. I, <laughs> it's a really, really tight contest did you turn in a bloody mary yes, with I an, a ford f-150 uh, as a garnish no i did not but i did have uh, meatballs um a, a crawfish cake a b- bagel bite pizza um crab claw um oh there was something else i put on there uh no, there was plenty of that. Well, not in the presentation one. No, no. But I think yeah. they
2: should. They need to re- rename it to like a bouquet, Mary, or something. Everyone had just like this flowing, beautiful arrangement of animals and crustaceans. Mine's
11: still over here if you want oh, to is see it. Yeah, yeah. I probably I mean, already
2: have some shots yeah. of it. Well, I mean, I'll cut in the B roll right here. I can, I'll see, I can, see, I can right send here.
11: you a photo. Maybe put it into uh, you know Instagram or something. Yeah, before. Instagram. Yeah. I've been on Instagram before. I'm it's sort of cool. techno, cool.
2: Yeah. That's what yeah. we do. We we just go on Instagram when we listen to techno. Right.
11: Yeah. Or EDM. Yeah. As they call it. Everyday music. Yeah. Yeah. No, so not 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 not. No. Okay. So
2: so what's next? So the day's okay. winding down. Ribs? ribs. Ribs turn in in what? Ten yeah, minutes. Ribs
11: turn in and then uh, and then 20 here's the crazy twenty minutes part. After they do all the judging, we're gonna find out who is the number one from Group A and who's number one from Group B. And we're going to have an old-fashioned showdown, steak showdown, between the best two guys that cook, or women. There are some women, sorry. The best two There's steak we are going to so. go head-to-head in front of this crowd, and we're going to find out who's going to win the big prize. And I tell you what, it's a great setup. It's a great competition. Being first annual, I'm going to make a prediction. It's going to get bigger and better, and everyone's going to be wetter. Bam!
2: Well, we we are by the beach. There's gators in the bayou just outside the restaurant. You guys want to catch one of them and just cook them up, or what?
11: Uh, I've already wrestled two, so I'll leave it up to you.
2: Well, there we are. All right, Steve well, Barton, man of action.
11: That's what they call me.
2: I thought you were gonna throw the mic. I was like, no, don't throw the mic.
11: <laughs> <laughs> just trying to show them the. the uh... This is this is the first live audience we've had for a show. This is Perfect. Pretty good. Well, I'm glad I'm I'm glad that I could help out and uh, remember gloves headband
2: <laughs> thanks steve i'm here with the man with the most sca rings at the showdown mr johnny joseph how you doing
1: hey fine how you doing why
2: don't you sh- why don't you show your rings to the camera there real quick got three points championships right right uh what's it like being uh the most seasoned guy at the party
1: oh it's uh it's a it's a blessing to be here with all these good folks uh you know, uh, the steak cook-off world is really taking off. This is our sixth, starting our sixth year with SCA, and uh, I can remember back when there was only five shows a year across the United States uh, to uh, compete steaks at. Uh, that was before SCA come along, and Brett and Ken uh, decided to take it to a level that that uh, is where we're at now, and it's we're nowhere close to being topped out. I mean, not even a smidgen.
2: How do you feel about the steaks you cooked today?
1: Oh, the snake, uh, snake River steaks are awesome. Uh, some of the best meat we cooked in a long time, but uh, uh, they were great. I appreciate uh, uh, Brooke and Brad for going out there getting a good cut of meat for everybody.
2: And do you feel like it was kind of threw people off? Because usually the steaks aren't quite as that thick and, and uh, marbled.
1: Well, uh, I'm sure the thickness had a little bit to do with uh, the doneness on uh, a lot of people, uh, but uh, I think we handled it pretty well. And
2: uh, and you're a big fan of the PK Grills, huh?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got to have a great shout-out to, to PK Grills. They've been with me. Uh, uh, that originated back in Nashville at the MBBQA when PK came aboard, and they have been one heck of a... a team player for the uh, blowing smoke grillers uh, Johnny Joseph and I, I, I can't say enough about PK grills if you want a grill to last to pass down from generation to generation get you a cast aluminum grill and it is awesome
2: and you like the way it holds heat or what exactly do you love about them holds heat
1: uh, it, it'll hold the heat uh, it's uh, it, it you'll buy one and that's all you'll have to ever buy which now I've got several, but, uh, you know, I can't help it. I love grills, but, uh, uh, but I've got several, a 1957 Dutches, I've got a, uh, a rectangular square executive. I got, uh, just almost everyone they make from, we found here, there and everywhere. But, uh, I'm going to tell you this 360. It's the top of the line.
2: You, you happy about your portable kitchen?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that portable kitchen, it's 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 the top of the line. So uh, wherever this is coming from, if you ever want a PK grill, I'll tell you what. If you'll go to pkgrills.com and tell them Johnny 10, put Johnny 10 in there, and that'll get you a 10% discount.
2: There you go, 10% discount code for Johnny Joseph. Yep. So uh, have you been going around? You tasting anyone's steaks? What do you think about the competition here?
1: Uh, I I really don't go around tasting steaks. Uh they, they'll they bring them to me and ask me what I think about them and stuff. Uh, I I try not to do that, but uh, but I try to give them the – they ask me, and i tell them. Well, and back at
2: uh, the NBBQA, you know, we got a little video of you cooking with Daddy-O. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you're kind of the guy that's known for cooking lots of steaks. How would you end up getting into steak to begin with?
1: Oh, she backed – 25 years ago I, I worked at a hazardous waste facility and the plant manager we cooked steaks for everybody's birthday at the plant we 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 always was cooking steaks and uh that's kind of funny about what you asked about that because I, we have tried everything under the sun from pineapple juice to you name it to break that meat down to make it tender and you hear people talk about they're trying this and they trying that and i just look at them i said that don't work, I didn't been there and done that. So uh, that's why I'm doing these classes. I'm, I'm doing a lot of classes now. I'm trying to help build a sport to help people where they can uh, not get discouraged. You know, it took me 20 something years to get where I'm at now, but uh, you know, these classes, when you take a class, get the basics, get, I mean, I'll give you all my tricks, trades. no big deal. Uh, I'd love to help. I got people that come to me every day and say, Johnny, ever since I left your class, uh, I've been placing in the top ten, and that means a lot to me. Amazing. Yeah, it is.
2: Well, and so this is a new event. There's a ton of new events this year for the SEA. What do you think is, uh, you know, you're probably part of the the flood of new people, but you know, why do you think everyone's so excited to cook steaks?
1: Well, the the reason why it's so to cook steaks, you you show up with a grill, a tent, and a little bit of seasoning, and that's it. They bring you, they give you the steaks, uh, enter fees, 150 bucks, travel expense, maybe one night. Maybe a lot of times you don't even have to have a motel. You can drive back to home, uh, but uh, it, it it costs less and it's, and it's an even playing field. It's not who has the biggest pocketbook, it's who has the most skills to cook a steak.
2: And so the the price of entry, the amount of gear you need, it's not like a, a big uh, barbecue event where you have to bring a whole bunch of stuff. You need a fridge, you need a kitchen. You can really just cook with a table and a PK grill.
1: That's it. That's all you need, and uh, and and enjoy yourself. Uh, you not, yeah. You'll practice once a week, maybe twice a week. Uh, I still practice, and I've been doing it for a long time. But you know, I practice this week because it's been a while since I cooked one. But I mean, you you got to stay tuned up. You just not can leave it laying around on any sport and think you're going to jump right back into it.
2: Well, and that's the cool thing about cooking steaks is when you practice, you get to eat a steak.
1: That's correct. That's correct. Uh, I mean, it, it, that that is the top of the line. If you look at the World Food Show, the last two years have been steak winners at the World Food Show. So that, that means something. And they got, what, 10 different categories in that, yeah. from hamburgers to chili to seafood to whatever it is uh but uh steaks has been taking the last two honors which is uh i'm gonna have to say it's due to the sca bringing it to the top of the level there you go and uh shout and out the world to the food. sca yeah and in the world food welcoming us in to give us a vineyard to play uh we got to compete for our first time this year and we loved it it's a whole different deal you cook your regular steak you make it in the top 10. And then you go into that kitchen. That kitchen, that's that's pretty neat. Tell so, us more about it. Well, I mean, you go in the kitchen where you cook, uh, you got a gas grill, you got all this time, you got a certain amount of time you got to do all this in, and uh, every few minutes they holler, hollering, you got uh, 45 minutes. Next thing you know, you're down to five minutes, two minutes. When we set our plates down on the table, I think we ended up, uh, Brian Lewis and my wife and I, we had maybe, 10, 15 seconds left to go. It's just it'll catch up with you, but it's uh it's pretty neat. It's uh it's a good deal, and enjoyed going to it.
2: Well, uh, all all of our fans are backyard cookers. They work in restaurants. A lot of them are Texas, uh, you know, slow and low barbecuers. What's your message to the enthusiasts out there?
1: Uh, hey, just get, first thing you gotta do is get you a good piece of meat. Don't don't buy that cheap stuff. Get you a good cut of meat. Uh, season it up like you want it. Get out in the backyard, get your grill, sear it off, and enjoy yourself. And uh, uh, if anything I can ever do to help you, I got a website coming out. It's about two weeks out. I got Johnny Joseph's Steak Rub to be out in about two weeks. Uh, all this is coming together for me that I'm really excited about. So, do you use uh, social
2: media, Instagram, any of that yes stuff? Yes, sir. All
1: that. Uh, Facebook. Uh, so, just look me up. Yeah. Message me. I'll link me. it. Don't worry. Yep. And uh, hey, I'll be glad to answer any questions you got. I I turn nobody away, and and I'm not uh, I'm not feeding you a line of BS. Yeah.
2: Well, that's the beauty of the barbecue family is that people are happy to help. People are happy to help others grow because we're all kind of challenging ourselves as much as each other.
1: Right. And if we don't help bring the, the ones that are beginners up, the sport will die. So we got to continue. Uh, helping each other and uh, doing that.
2: Uh, seasoned words of wisdom from Johnny Joseph. Thank you.
1: Thank you for having
2: me. Yeah, absolutely.